everyone, and welcome back to Storytime with me, Sammy. Now, today's story is about a young girl who wears a red hood, and she takes a basket of goodies to her grandma, but gets stopped by a hungry wolf on the way. Do you think you know which story it might be? Little Red Cap, or Little Red Riding Hood. Shall we begin? Little Red Cap, written by the Brothers Grimm, but edited by me, Sammy. Once upon a time, there was a dear little girl who was loved by everyone who met her, but most of all, by her grandmother. There was nothing she would not have given to the child. Once, she gave her a little cap of red velvet, which suited her so well, she would never wear anything else. And so, she was always called Little Red Cap. One day, her mother said to her, Come, Little Red Cap, here is some soup, a piece of cake, and a bottle of wine. Take them to your grandmother, as she is ill and weak, and they will do her good. Set out early, before it gets hot, and when you are going, walk nicely and quietly, and do not run off the path, as you may fall and break the bottle, and that would ruin the picnic and your grandmother would get nothing. When you go into our room, don't forget to say good morning, and don't peep into every corner before you do it. I will take great care, said Little Red Cap to her mother, and gave her mother her word. The grandmother lived out in the wood, half a mile from the village, and just as Little Red Cap entered the wood, a wolf met her. Redcap did not know what a wicked creature he was, and was not afraid of him at all. Good day, little Redcap, said the wolf. Thank you kindly, Mr. Wolf. Where are you off to so early, little Redcap? To my grandmother's, she replied. What have you got in your basket? Soup, cake and wine. Yesterday was baking day, so mother wanted poor sick grandmother to have something good to make her feel stronger. Where does your grandmother live, little Redcap? A good quarter of a mile further on in the wood. Her house stands under three large oak trees, and the nut trees are just below. You must surely know it. The wolf thought to himself, What a tender young creature! What a nice, plump little mouthful! She would be better to eat than the old woman. I must be clever so as I can catch both. And so, he walked for a short time beside Little Redcap, and then he said, See, Little Redcap, how pretty the flowers are about here. Why do you not look around? I believe, too, that you do not hear how sweetly the little birds are singing. You walk gravely along as if you were going to school, while everything out here in the woods is so merry. Little Redcap looked heavenward, and she saw the sunbeams dancing here and there through the trees, and the pretty flowers growing everywhere. She thought, suppose I take Grandmother a fresh bluebell, that would please her very much. It is so early in the day that I shall still get there in good time. And so she ran from the path and into the wood to look for flowers. And whenever she had picked one, she saw a still prettier one further on and ran after it, and so got deeper and deeper into the woods. Meanwhile, 
the wolf ran straight to grandmother's house and knocked at the door. Who is there? cried grandmother. Little red cap, cried the wolf. I am bringing cake and wine. Open the door. Lift the latch, called out the grandmother. I am too sick. I cannot get up. So the wolf lifted the latch and the door sprang open. And without saying a word, he went straight to the grandmother's bed, picked her up and locked her away, ready to eat later. Then he put on her clothes and dressed himself in her cap, laid himself in bed and drew the curtains. Little Redcap, however, had been running about picking flowers, and when she had gathered so many that she could carry no more, she remembered her grandmother and set out on her way to her house. She was surprised to find the cottage door standing open, and when she went into the room, she had such a strange feeling that she said to herself, Oh dear, how uneasy I feel today! when at other times I like being with Grandmother so much. She called out, Good morning, Grandmother, but received no answer. And so she went to the bed and drew back the curtains. There lay her Grandmother, with her cap pulled far over her face, looking very strange. Oh, Grandmother, she said, what big ears you have. All the better to hear you with, my child, was the reply. What a deep voice you have. All the better to greet you with, my dear, the disguised wolf replied. But, Grandmother, what big eyes you have, she said. All the better to see you with, my dear. But, Grandmother, what large hands you have. All the better to hug you with. Oh, but Grandmother, what a big, terrible mouth you have! All the better to eat you with! And scarcely had the wolf said this, that in one big bound he was out of bed and swallowed up little red cap. When the wolf had appeased his appetite, he lay down in the bed again and fell fast asleep, and he snored so loudly that he could not hear the Grandmother shouting for help. It just so happened that a huntsman was passing by the house and thought to himself, Why is the old woman shouting? I should go and check that she's okay. So he went into the room, and when he came to the bed, he saw that the wolf was lying in it. Do I find you here, old sinner? said he. I have been looking for you. Just then, as he was going to fire at him, it occurred to him the wolf might have devoured the grandmother. So he took a pair of scissors and began to cut open the stomach of the sleeping wolf. When he had made two snips, he saw the little red cap shining. Then he made two snips more and the little girl sprang out, crying, Ah, how frightened I have been! How dark it was inside the wolf! After that, the aged grandmother was brought out of the wardrobe but scarcely able to breathe. Redcap, however, quickly grabbed the sewing kit and stitched up the belly of the still-sleeping wolf. Then, all three went outside and waited for the wolf to wake up. As soon as he awoke, he felt his empty belly and went outside to look for Redcap and her grandmother. But he was faced with the barrel of the huntsman's rifle. He ran as fast as his legs would take him and the huntsman ran after him. 
Once the wolf and huntsman were out of sight, Red and her grandmother relaxed. The grandmother ate the soup and cake and drank the wine which Redcap had brought and felt all the better for it. But Redcap thought to herself, As long as I live, I will never leave the path by myself or run into the wood, especially when my mother has forbidden me to do so. It also related that once when Redcap was again taking cakes to her old grandmother, the wolf spoke to her once again and tried to entice her from the path. Redcap, however, was on her guard and went straight forward on her way and told her grandmother that she had met the wolf and that he had said, Good morning, to her, but with such a wicked look in his eyes that if they had not been on the public road, she was certain he would have eaten her up. Well, said the grandmother, we will shut the door so that he may not come in. Soon afterwards, the wolf knocked and cried out, Open the door, grandmother. I am Little Redcap, and I am bringing you some cakes. Of course, as Little Redcap was sat beside her, the grandmother did not open the door. Instead, she bolted it and told Redcap to stay the night. The wolf was too hungry to wait all night, so he went off in search of a nice fat sheep. Redcap never strayed from the path again and learned you cannot trust strange wolves that you might meet on your way. The end. And that is a good lesson to everybody. If you're walking down the street and a stranger approaches you, don't talk to them and don't follow them because you never know when they may be a wolf in disguise. Now, if you enjoyed that story, please remember to like, share and subscribe for more story time with Sammy. Bye guys.